Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest tonight's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 20-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you got an extra buck or two you would mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also considering helping get the word out on the street via social media, five-star rating interview, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Stevie Nicks. But I have never been a blue, calm sea. I've always been a storm. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 269. Please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distilleries, ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the B-Dale Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Despite the Minnesota shutdown, cannonballing my Minnesota shows and Ramsey County therapy dog work, I've been staying surprisingly super busy with art jobs, flushing out new original material, and of course, lots of Netflix. Stay safe out there, everyone. Saturday, my Live at 605 music show returned to Facebook Live, where I did Christmas Songs Hour. Thanks so much to all the folks that tuned in. Those old tunes get a little tricky after not playing them for a year. Upcoming shows. Friday, December 11th, 2020, I'll be playing a customer appreciation party at Shoreview Supper Club in Amory, Wisconsin from 7 to 10 p.m. Saturday, December 12th, I'll be playing a solo show at Eagle Lounge in Fox Creek, Wisconsin from 7 to 10 p.m. Guest this week. All the way from Key West, Florida is part one of two with singer-songwriter Erica Sunshine Lee. We talk her new album, Bulletproof. Mojitos, good karaoke songs, and more. Enjoy the conversation. Erica, Sunshine Lee, singer-songwriter, the Georgia Gypsy, coming to us from Key West. How's it going, Erica? Thanks for being on the show today. Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Thanks so much for having me. It's good to be finally able to meet you. Yes, absolutely. So we just uh, were talking here, and it's, I'm currently in St. Paul, Minnesota, and it's rainy, snowy, and you just got off a boat in the ocean. I was actually on a jet ski, and it's about 87 degrees here. It's beautiful. Wow. Have How long have you li- Do you live in Key West? No, I don't live here. I just tour here about four times a year. Um, this year is just a longer stint because of the fact that I've had a lot of different shows here and events for the last month and a half. So uh, as the world's been getting shut down and everything's up in the air with COVID, I just decided to stay here for the winter. Wow. Good for you. Do you own a home down there or something or how do you just stay no, somewhere? No, I'm based in Nashville. 
You're based out of Nashville. Yeah. I've been in Nashville for 10 years, but I've been on the road for 13 full time. So I'm, I'm on the road about 300 shows a year and I'm, I'm home maybe 20 days a year. When did you start coming down to Key West? Ten years ago, I came down. I played the Songwriters Festival um, the past, like, ten years. And um, this is the first year that I missed it because it got canceled. But then they uh, they were going to reschedule it, but it just couldn't work out. So I was here in June, July, and then I was back down here in October un- until Christmas. So Okay, cool. Um, so you're originally from Georgia. And yeah. how did you wind up in, in Nash Vegas, as they call it? So I started singing uh, in church when I was like five years old, and then I moved out to California. And um, as luck would have it, I was singing karaoke every weekend. I love music, and I've always loved singing. I led worship in church in high school and middle school. And then I started singing uh, a lot around town at karaoke spots, and I I met a girl who had a friend with a band. So he said, hey, you want to come sing with me? I said, yeah. So I started singing in the Rodeo Clowns with John Lawton for two years, and then I quit the band and started my own, and I started writing Sad country songs out of after a breakup. So I, I got the, the my first guitar and inherited that in a breakup, and and I learned a couple chords on YouTube, taught myself how to play, and then I started playing shows five six nights a week around the Bay Area in Northern California. And then after I wrote ten songs, I recorded my first album, and thirteen years later, I just released my ninth record called Bulletproof. Um, feature my new single change the world and it's just been a crazy ride ever since i've been touring the globe nonstop. wow so after my shows sometime in wisconsin minnesota i go visit my buddy gino who's a who's a dj and does karaoke so when you were singing karaoke what were your go-to karaoke songs and if you do it now what are your go-to karaoke songs well, back then, Any Man of Mine by Shania Twain was my favorite. And she's in love with the boy, Trisha Yearwood. Um, Earl had the Goodbye Earl from Dixie Chicks thought i'd mention again this week that just out on black friday november 27th the very first border bourbon finished aged in a maple syrup barrel this special release is very limited so only six bottles max per purchaser only available at the distillery enjoy 45th Parallel is a family-owned craft distillery in New Richmond, Wisconsin. They opened their doors in 2007 and went from making a single vodka to producing dozens of different spirits, including gins, whiskeys, and citrus liqueurs. 45th Parallel Distillers are committed to a slow craft philosophy, slow fermentation, slow infusion, slow distillation, slow blending, slow aging. Their mission is to create high-quality spirits using local ingredients whenever possible and provide visitors with a great experience. Stop in and check them out at 1570 Madison Avenue, New Richmond, Wisconsin. Check Check out 45th Parallel of Distillery.com for hours and more information. So, when you're looking for a quality alcoholic beverage to enjoy while listening to your favorite local musicians, try a 45th Parallel Distillery product. You won't be disappointed. Please drink responsibly. I guess I've always gravitated more towards the strong women empowerment songs. But also, I mean, I, I love Bonnie Raitt, uh, anything she sings. I love um, Something to Talk About and Angel from Montgomery and. 
a lot of the 90s country females was what I really enjoyed. And I, I still really like um, to cover those songs as well as, as like, I love rock and roll. But anything Fleetwood Mac is, is probably my go-to now. I love I love Stevie Nicks. For, for cover songs or karaoke songs? I saw you on, on uh, Facebook you were doing Landslide the other day. That sounded great. Yeah, but for performing live, I just I love to cover uh, anything by Fleetwood Mac. I, lo- I love Sheryl Crow, but I love 90s country. I love 90s rock. My first album was Siamese Dream by Smashing Pumpkins. My really? first was Trisha Yearwood. So I've got a wide variety of inspiration from Eagles, Tom Petty, Doobie Brothers, Fleetwood Mac to Rolling Stones and Led Zepp and, and Stone Temple Pilots and Tom Petty and anything REM. I, I just love rock and roll. I love songs with good beats, lyrics, and messages. So as a storyteller, I, and that's why I probably always love country music just because it has such a deep story. Okay, so playing shows down in Key West recently for the winter. Um, how long a sets is it? Like up here, it's usually three, four hours the same down there. And is it's, it like during the day three, or the evening? Or three, three and a half. Okay. And I play do, day and night. Okay, do you usually do a lot of more cover songs or more original songs? Or what's a show of yours look like? I play more originals, but I always have. I've, I mean, I, I, of course, when I started my classic rock band, I was playing all covers, but then I started writing songs and I'd integrate two or three here and there. And then over the years, I've definitely, you know, just transitioned all to, as a songwriter. I write for other artists in Nashville. So I'll play a lot of songs that I've written for other artists and then I'll play my own um, old and new. And, and there's songs that I may have written the night before and I'll try them out at a show and see how it goes. But I, I mean, I probably play 90% originals and five to 10% covers depending on the, the audience and the show and what they request. I mean, I can play whatever they request, but. Um, as a songwriter and an artist, I'm obviously here to play my own songs so that they can hear them because once they do, they become fans and buy the music. Very cool. So up here traveling to show to show, whatever, I just got to have my Jeep full of all my gear and stuff. So when you travel all over the country, do you bring your own speakers, your own gear and all that stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Because, okay. I mean, some of the venues just don't even have them. I do a lot of house concerts where I have to provide the sound, so private events and things. I always have it with me, but then the venues that already have them, I don't have to deal with it, but I have a lot of um, merchandise as well. I have a lot of t-shirts and koozies and CDs and jewelry and my new children's book, Billy the Bullies Out. So I have quite a lot of gear and, and swag that I have to carry around. Okay. what did What's your children's book's name? The first one's Butterfly. It's about dreaming big. And the second one, my new one's Billy the Bully. It's about being kind to one another. I'm originally from Turtle Lake, Wisconsin, and every summer I take off the month of June and I teach classes in my hometown. And one of the classes I do, I direct and write a play in my hometown. And I did it, so I do kind of the same thing, children's stuff. Aww. And so I had a play called Billy the Bears Band of Rock and Rollers. Oh, that's cute. So that's kind of what made me think of when I heard about your children's book. When did you start uh-huh. writing children's books? Well, Butterfly was a song that I'd written for my third album. I want to be free like you. It looks so easy the way that you breeze by. I'd like to come along and enjoy the ride. So I can be free. And, and through the years, I'd always thought this would make the perfect kids book because it's just telling a story about dreaming big. And what kid doesn't have, like, big dreams of wanting to 
fly or be a hero, superhero, or wanting to just explore the world. And and so the song itself, to me, was just already the lyrics of a children's book. And I just had it illustrated. I released it. And then once I had a really good response to that, um, about three years ago, I had the words for Billy the Bully, just uh, the story in my head of, of a little kid picking on a little girl at school and the teacher kind of stepping in. But I just thought there's so many kids out there that need to hear this because there's so many people, even as adults, that get pressured or bullied or the name calling and, and just the self-esteem. And people are a lot more open to talking about anxiety and bullying and, and the effects of, of depression and, and all the things that can come along with that. So I just thought if you start them early and just teach them to be kind to one another and not a lot of um, parents and teachers are as open to talking about it. But if you give the kids a book and there's a little question and answer at the end, I thought it might open up the conversation so that they can be a little bit more, you know, proactive to talk to it, uh, the kids about it, but also give the kids an example and a, and a situation of how it's resolved and then talk to them about like other situations they've been through, whether they've been the bully or been bullied and how they can kind of step in and just overall be nice to each other and i think the adults appreciate it and need to hear it just as much if not more than the kids do right now due to minnesota covid lockdown i'm gonna hold off a bit before getting some new winter tires but either way when winter hits i always feel safe traveling up and down the highway in my black jeep cherokee i got from id chrysler pine city minnesota with 250,000 miles, my old car was just too much for the poor thing to take. I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler Pine City, and the staff couldn't be more helpful with me choosing a vehicle and rolling to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at idcdjr.com or take the beautiful drive up 35 to 715 Northridge Court Northwest, Pine City, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Thursday, 8 to 6 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 8 to 5 p.m. closed on Sundays. Check on ID Chrysler Pine City today. Enjoy a safe winter season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. Yeah. How do you go about choosing an illustrator? So the first one, I actually went online and interviewed uh, illustrators. The second one was a, a graphic designer that I'd worked with for years on my website prior, and, and I really loved uh, his artwork, so I went with him on the second one. Okay. Do you have more children's books coming? It'll just have to depend. I, I haven't really, I mean, it's a huge investment of time and, and resources for me. Um, getting a book published is very expensive and it's a long, tedious process. So for me as a songwriter, I focus more on that. I would love to be able to do more children's books. But for me, I think that it's definitely more of a priority and focus for me as music. So you've started in classic rock, you've done church music, whatever, karaoke stuff. How did you wind up in the trap rock scene? Have you well, always been interested in trap rock or just well, stumble across it? I've songs about real life. And for me, I've, I've toured in Fiji and Samoa and New Zealand and Australia and, and Costa Rica and Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic. And I'm, I've always been gravitated, uh, always gravitated towards water. And I've loved growing up on the lake and I love being at the beach every year growing up we've gone vacation in Myrtle Beach and I've toured in Hawaii the past like 10 or 11 years and played with Peter Capono every year so for me just that is a part of my life so I've written songs about drinking and partying and going to church and love and and breakups and heartache and and I've written songs about miscarriage and murder and I mean I kind of try to touch on every topic that exists but but you know I come back to the lifestyle of being on the beach and the laid back uh, environment and I love being by the ocean. I love the just being the vacation mode everybody kind of has. 
that that chill attitude. So um, I've written songs about it for years. And it was about three years ago, uh, three and a half years ago, I started getting played on Tropical Rock, Radio Shop Rock, was one of the first stations to pick up my songs and mojitos. And I had written that when I was playing down in Key West. And then uh, I put together my eighth album with all happy songs. There's no sad song on it. And I wanted it to be a collection of beachy, summer, fun, upbeat, happy songs. So I had no idea about the tropical rock world. I didn't know it existed. I didn't know it was a genre. I just knew that I loved that kind of music. So then... I put Buried Treasure out, and then they started playing I'm a Pirate and Mojitos on not only country radio, but then top rock stations. And then through that, Derby City Dave, David Ballard, um, connected me to some of the DJs and some people that were putting on events. And I'd been playing in QS for years, but it was the first meeting in the mines that I played at, which was like a Parrot Head, a uh, huge Parrot Head gathering, and QS was a music festival all week. And that was when I really connected with a lot of the Parrot Heads, and I reached out to every Parrot Head club in America and wanted to play at their events. And then I started doing uh, tropical rock house concerts the last three years. So it's definitely fallen into my lap. It was a, a unknown, you know, venture for me. But once I, I found the kind of family that they are and, and they connect with my music, it's just been a really good uh, avenue for me to go down. And so I still write a lot of country songs, but then I write a lot of beachy songs too. So it's been a, a really good mix. Okay, so like in blues music, you have like a one, four, five shuffle and a certain scale that fits over it, and the subject matter is like generally sad or breakup stuff. What is your, what do you, what makes a trap rock song? What makes well, a song trap rock? That's a great question rock? because every person you ask has a different answer. But I think it's the vibe, the attitude. I don't think it has to have the word sand or beach or palm tree in the song. <laughs> Also, I, I had gotten criticized for my recent album, Bulletproof. It's got 20 brand new songs on it. And a lot of them were, uh, parent heads were like, well, it's not chalk rock. And I was like, yeah, I'm a country singer. I am a country songwriter. And, and I've never claimed to only write country music. I write pop music. I write Christian music. I write bluegrass. I write Americana. And I write chalk rock. So not every album is going to be jam-packed full of old school country. I try to mix it up all over the, uh, the board. I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area, the B. Dale Club, located on the corner of County Road B. And Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is the truth. The food at T-Birds Cafe and Takeaway is always out of this world. JT is open for business, 5 to 9 p.m. every night. Please phone the club at 651-489-5386 to order and pick up all your favorite B-Dale dishes. Rob, Natalie, Shelley, and the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. I've been told that I've been talked about on these podcast ads. The Waller's Woodhill Cocktails were selling like hotcakes. Karaoke, live music, pool table, pull tabs, bingo night, shabbat ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one. When Minnesota bars are back off lockdown. And so for songs like Nobody Wins in Vegas. They said it's a waste of time. You'll blow your money. Leave empty-handed. Well, ain't that funny? Cause I'm getting lucky. And ain't even played yet. 
it could easily be prop rock. I mean, it's a pool party, a getaway, an escape. It's got sass and a sense of humor and pina coladas in it. So I don't know what else a prop rock song needs. But then songs like Change the World is a positive message. And most of the parrot heads are raising money for causes and they're, and they're doing a lot of great work for nonprofits. So I just feel like the attitude and the sentiment behind that of a positive message, it goes right along with the mission of Tropical Rock to make life better, easier, more fun, help people. So um, I think an overall feel-good attitude is what kind of qualifies a Tropical Rock song, but it, it's definitely different people's definition. I mean, if there's a beach and a sun and a drink in there, then you're probably going to be a Tropical Rock. <laughs> there's a lot of drinking country songs that aren't Tropical Rock. So. I heard that. I've been in both, I mean, yes. Why do we get drunk and screw? Is that a Tropical Rock song? Not really. It's a country song, but... In the trop rock world, I'm sure that people love it, you know? I'm sure it's top five in the trop rock world. Um, yeah. I know that when I started, I had a few of my songs floating around on, on beachfront radio and stuff like that. And carrot heads would come to my show and expect me to play Jimmy Buffett all night. I'm like, oh, right. man, I'm more of a – at the time, I'm doing more national songwriter stuff and bluesy shit, you know. Yeah. So it's like they seem disappointed in me. <laughs> well, I definitely choose my sets based on my audience wherever I am. And for years I've done that. So I know that the classic rock is going to go over better maybe in Northern California than – than a bluegrassy country song, but you've got to mix it up. For me, I've always liked to sprinkle in all kinds of things because even though it's wintertime in Minnesota, they like to hear mojitos because it takes their mind off of where they're at. It, it takes them to a different place. I played in Michigan this January, and I played, of course, it was a trop rock event, so I played a lot more trop rock songs. But, you know, I've, I've never been afraid to, like, try it out. And when I was in France and Spain playing mojitos, of course, Spain loved it because they – know what mojitos are and they serve them over there so there's a beach over there so it wasn't a trot rock genre it was a country venue and i'm able to kind of get away with it just like kenny chesney zach brown alan jackson they get away with being country singer songwriters and i feel like i'm i'm the female version of kind of that genre of mixing it in with country and uh island rock tropical rock interesting my favorite the only really kenny chesney album i like is his old blue chair record but nothing compares to the way that I see you, to the way that I see you, to the way that I see it when I sit in that old blue chair. I used to love that record. Now I think about it. Um, so I mean, how do you go? Great yeah, he does. So how do you go about from? I mostly just play in the Twin Cities in the Midwest. I have done the whole kind of thing. But but how do you get booked in Spain? Like someone just calls you and says, Eric, I love this song. Nobody wins in Vegas, so we want you to come play for our trap rock party. Or how do you go about or do you like, are you on a tour opening for people? I've had, it's, it's all over the map. I've been doing this so long that I've, I'll get calls and emails all the time for booking private events. And a lot of times people see me playing a show and then they want to book me for their event or their house concert or their wedding or their festival. 
I've um, connected with a guy who booked Summerfest. I was playing at a festival in New Orleans, and the organizer for the world's largest music festival saw me playing there, and he booked my band three years in a row. So I opened for Randy Hauser and Brett Eldridge and, and David Nail. And then I've got the owner of the Cheyenne Frontier Days. I was playing in Key West two years ago, and he saw me here and said, hey, have you ever played Cheyenne? I said, no, I'd love to. So he booked me for the <laughs> Cheyenne Frontier Days last year and this year. So it's just networking, contacts. I reach out. Um, it's, it's who I've met. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times and the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distillery, ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the B-Dale Club. This is also a listener-supported podcast. If you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging in iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go some fun. Till next time.
mo, 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 m